Okay, here we go. The Pan and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Pan Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> My buddy Richie, who has a disease. It's an interesting disease he has. He has the disease of alcoholism. Alcoholism. I'm a kind of guy who likes to look at the bright side of things, you know. So I, I told him, I said, Richie, it's true that you have a disease and everything, but I think you got the best one. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. You know, I like funny people. I really do. So that's why I like the, the way you opened that uh, podcast, uh, Smitty. You like that? I found that uh, beautiful Norm MacDonald uh, cut from a tribute that was on YouTube. I, I watched it today. It was funny. Oh, we don't need the whole back, background story. What? What else did you do today? You, you jumped right to the funny. That's all we need, Smith. God damn it. By the way, this podcast is, is not possible to do without the genius of Bill Smith, who's here with oh, us sure. again today. Now you're going to butter me up after no, yelling at me. You know, last week you said uh, you know, you've lost your anger, and suddenly it returns. <laughs> it's not anger. Oh. I was, I'm kidding. I don't know. What do you think, JK, man? just kidding. Just man, kidding. Sounds JK. like anger to me. Yeah. JK, LOL with me on this. Uh, Bill Smith uh, has his incredible studio which in which we are now. Mm-hmm. In Sudbury, Massachusetts. You like the decorations? Uh, no, I didn't see any decorations. You have new decorations? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. That Raquel Welch poster from uh, wow. 4 million BC. I thought you'd notice that. We have Ben Kitchen. Who You're handles... digging a uh, tunnel out of here <laughs> behind that poster? That's right. With we have sp- Ben Kitchen who interrupts. With a spoon. And who handles the technical. I'm sorry, what were you saying? See? Handles the technical distribution to sources like Google. Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, and Mudhouse Media. Fortunately for us, he's not on the collection team, because <laughs> he can be very rude. Um, I am Michael K. Adams, and the K stands for? Cuckoo Puffs. You suck. Oh. I've been working with you guys Kevin, for three years. Kevin. Kareem. Thank you. Jesus it Christ. is Kareem. Okay. Yeah. That was your very brief Muslim phase, right? Just, oh, just till I found out how fucked up it is. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I'm your host, the centrist libertarian committed to truth, justice, and the American way. Oh. I, t- I stole that from the uh, lead into Superman. That was good. With oh. George Reeves. Oh. Now, he killed himself, but he oh. didn't jump out of a window thinking he was Superman and he could fly. He allegedly shot himself. There's a big, big conspiracy theory. To see if he was faster than a speeding bullet. I think someone else killed him, and you can read up on George Reeves by googling George Reeves. Yep. <laughs> anyway, that's just super, man. <laughs> We're brought to you by mygrandma.com. <laughs> and what's wrong with you? Nothing. But brought to you at times by other various fine sponsors, and no sponsor enters the airwaves of this podcast without approval from the entire staff. We all have to know that they're good. Shawshin Firearms and Bill Rickham. Oh yeah, and Gunsmith uh, Vinny. Did we uh, did we congratulate Vinny on number two? Number two, yep, number second two. baby. Shawshin Firearms and um, and Gunsmithing in Bill Rickham. And you know that what a nice gift that would be to have a, a yeah. custom made. Uh, firearm here's given a, to a friend of yours. Here's a gun. Mm. Here's a gun. Just don't give it to my wife. Not well, you, you have a birthday coming up, Bill. That's right, I do. We are sometimes brought to you by Joe Fish in North Andover in North Reading, the greatest seafood restaurant in the world. Sometimes uh, uh, the Hopothecary, Hopothecary, which is uh, also in Reading, North Reading. Yeah. 
I was at Jimmy Dietz's re- chain of restaurant, fine restaurant tour, and a great bunch of people that worked there. I've been to all of them dozens of times. And Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, who will rejoin us next week, and they got some new news that you're not going to believe, especially if you're losing your hair. Okay, now, <coughs> hold on. Let me just get this phlegm ball. <coughs> Ooh, look at that. That's pretty good. That had a little inscription on it. That one, that was a deep one. Uh, I would like to talk momentarily about some things that really bother me, but I'm trying to keep my anger at bay. What is oh. it? What is it? What's, bug- what's bugging you, Mike? Ben, can you Google something for sure. me? Sure. I got a story that's related to this, a news story. Okay. Um, can you Google Kimba? K I M B A. The White Lion song. There. Is that it? There it is. That's it right there. Now, you want me to play it? Not yet. It's it's going to be the climax of this important story. (laughs) Uh, It seems that um, somebody, two people actually, tried to break into uh, uh, the Ghana Accra Zoo, which is a big zoo in Ghana. Now, have you ever been to Ghana? Oh, just on holiday. Yeah. Never been. Somebody told me he was thinking of going there. He was gonna. He was gonna go there. I was gonna. The lion, uh, a lion uh, at Ghana's Accra Zoo, mauled an intruder to death after he climbed a fence in an alleged attempt to steal a rare white cub. Now, the white lion is the rarest of all. There are only 12 of them living in in the wild. You know, it's a very rare species. So the guy climbed the wall. He climbed the wall. And tried to steal a white lion. With a 20-foot-tall fence and entered the enclosure housing a lion, a lioness, and yeah. two cubs. Mm. So white cubs. He was actually attempting to take one of the cubs from a mother. The, the mother, because yeah. he's really, really smart. This dude, okay. Right. So he has he had a plan. So, Ghana's state forestry commission said in a statement, the intruder was attacked and injured by one of the lions, adding that the unarmed man had died from wounds sustained in the attack. Because you know what? Hold on. Did you say one armed man? What? No. I got another story about that coming Before, up. Before, no. It's After. funny you said that. Yeah, well, he's unarmed. I, I got another story, though, like that. Just like that. Anyway, the guy gets over. He gets mauled by lions. Because, as you might have read in any encyclopedia or, or watched on Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, <laughs> lions can kick the shit out of humans if, they were, if they're pissed. Oh, yeah. Okay. They've not determined a motive for the breach, but it's suspected the intruder may have been after at least one of the two lion cubs, which are considered rare, especially valuable to poachers because of their unusual light coloring. They're white lions. Okay. The rarest of all lions. Now, what I have for you is a story about a cartoon called Kimba the White Lion from my childhood. And we'd like to play the opening theme song for this. Okay. If we could. No, that's not it. That's a, that's the episode. You got to go back to you, go back, go back. Hold on, it says it starts here. No, the song. Thank you. If you waited three more seconds, Dick. Who lives down in deepest darkest Africa? Who lives on the bronze jungle thing? Who's the king of animals in Africa? Kimba the White Lion is his name. Okay, what? Yeah, you stopped it. No, nah, well, it's it's about to be in Spanish. Oh wait, the 1993 version. 
Did you know that's that Spanish? came back? No, it's not. <laughs> that's English, if I ever heard English. Well, they have it in Chinese. The they have it in German. Time. Put the German version in there for God. Here we go. Anyway, have you noticed though? I get it off there. Well, you don't want to hear it in Hungarian? No, I don't want to hear any more of it because you're you're making you're messing up my whole fucking story. Oh Jesus! With all your what about Chinese? Do you want to hear it in Chinese? Touching of things. You want to hear it in Chinese? No. All right, one time. Okay. Kimber the White Lion in Chinese. This is Mandarin. This is cooler. I'd like to apologize for the behavior of our host on this podcast. Go to the Chinese restaurant. You say, "I'd like to order a Kimber the White Lion sandwich, please." How long did that take? Ten, fifteen minutes. <laughs> no matter what. Anyway, so anyways, that's Kimber the White Lion, and that's a related story to the guy who's now dead. Why? Because he wanted the lion cub. Man. Now, did they put the lion down like they would in an American zoo? Hell no. Good. They found another guy to give that lion, because the other one was jealous. Here you go. <laughs> You're hungry, too? Oh, here you go, baby. Here's one of those security guards. <laughs> All right, so anyway, that's a great story, isn't it? No, that was great, man. Yeah. Thanks well, for sharing awesome. with that. Yeah. I uh, love also, hearing about mauling. I want you guys want to get yourselves ready. I have more, a couple more news stories. You want? Should I do Did them? You say news? News? Should I do? Them? Okay, time for the news. Here's your news. I'm former, Mike Adams. I'm former American League umpire Nestor Shylock. Have you heard about the Mickey Mantle card? Yes. yes. Oh, Ben's a card expert. I forgot. Oh. World record, Ben. What was? How much was it sold for? Twelve point six million dollars. Exactly right. Where's my reading glasses over here? Uh, They're right Smitty. there. Can't, oh, yeah. Do you need your glasses? Finding I glasses. Glass. I need the glasses I use to find my glasses so I can read. Mickey Mantle's card, Ben. Yes. Uh, Bill. Yeah. Are you? What are you doing over there? Are you looking at porn? I'm looking at some porn. But I'm looking for the Mickey Mantle card. I, I it, had a, a link to it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I can tell you all about you it. It's 1952, uh, yeah. and it's a 9.5 grade from a card grader, SGC. The finest known example of a 1952 Topps Mantle card, 12.6 million, including buyer's premium. It's the most ever paid for any sports item, card or memorabilia. Wow. It's one card, and it's 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 pulling in. The previous record was seven point two five million, and Ben, what do you think that was? That was the Honus Wagner T two hundred six. Correct. Oh. This guy, he's like a, you know. Now these cards are in mint condition, of course. So well, the pretty, one that the close. mantle that just sold is, was an SGC nine point five. There are four, I, either three or four examples that are graded a PSA ten. Wow. But, so, however, this one supposedly actually looks better than those ones. So here's the story on the card. Be Alan Rosen, better known as Mr. Mint. <laughs> he got a call from the Boston area. A forklift operator told Rosen that a truck driver friend, Ted Lodge, had a 1952 Topps card for sale. Lodge had inherited a home from his late father and stumbled upon a fortune in pristine condition of old baseball cards. Now, <coughs> what a life changer that is. Mm. Even in 1986, the 52 Topps set was Hobby Gold. 
We, this is going back, what, how many years now? 30, 36 years? 36 years, yeah. Uh, and they were, he, he, had a, he had a set of them in his basement, boxed for a generation. And uh, in the end, he forked over 125000 for the, the 1952 cards, which include dozens of mantles. In 1991, he sold one of those up, up, uh, uh, ungraded mantle cards for 50000 for 31 years, the buyer was anonymous. The card remained ungraded. That is this very mantle card that went for $12.6 million. Wow. What a return on your investment. Now, here's a, the killer stats on this story are. Mickey Mantle made, as a baseball player, a total in his career of $1.12 million. There it is. At, for playing baseball. Now, he made money on the side. He had a restaurant. He did autograph shows. Commercials and, and all that shit. All that stuff. But for his career... He made 1.12 million bucks. Now, if you take inflation and move it up to today's numbers, mm. it's still only 9 million. Mm. That's what That's Mickey Mantle. I know, 9 million dollars for a lifetime of Mickey Mantle. Wait, so you collected cards for a long time. What's the best card you have? Do you oh, even, I know? even know? No, I don't know. I honestly Do you want know. me to look through them? Yeah, sure. Just uh, right. just keep your sticky fingers where they are. Though. I got lots of nice white uh, gloves only. Now, Mickey was worth 10 million with all of his investments when he died in 1995. He was worth 10 million Less than this card sold for. Mm. Now, how crazy does that feel? It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yep. And who was the buyer? Why well, you, well, you know? You, I don't know, you know who the, the buyer was. No, I just wonder some if, the, dude. if the buyer was somebody famous or, you know. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that's yeah, she, <laughs> she had just gotten a really good return on one of her investments yeah. that her husband, drunk driver Paul Pelosi, <laughs> tipped her off about. <laughs> Uh, what about just bad? I know you're going to do this the whole show you just to bother, bother the shit out of you. Huh? Speaking of drunk drivers, anybody talked to Mutt lately? How's he doing? That's terrible. He's not drinking anymore, is he? Oh, well, he's drinking, but he's not driving. Okay, he's not doing both. Other news stories include this news. <laughs> I love poking fun at my former co workers and colleagues. A Florida man has uh, been arrested on his honeymoon. After landing himself in the middle of a prostitution sting. And the prostitute wasn't his wife. (laughs) But it stung. According to a news release from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, and don't we love Florida, without them, life would be so boring. Uh, This guy, Paul Tarofsky, age 34, made arrangements to meet a prostitute while on his honeymoon. He left his wife in their hotel room, went to the location where he was met by an undercover detective and arrested. Tarofsky was among the 176 people arrested following a months-long operation targeting human trafficking in Hillsborough County. Sheriff Chad Cronister said, He got married and he was on his honeymoon. So his new bride falls asleep and he decides he's going to respond to an ad that one of our undercover officers is placed to have sex that evening. So he leaves and comes to the hotel and wishes to purchase sex. Cronister continued. Should I do his voice? Yeah. I know we all probably have questions about how long this marriage is going to last, but I think the only question here with it ended so quickly as a wedding guest, was it too late to get the gifts that they returned back to them? <laughs> uh, back in April, they, they went on this uh, uh, mission to get focusing on men soliciting adult prostitutes ah, there you go. and those looking for sex with underage victims. Did they happen to get any of the, uh, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, client list? <laughs> Any chance, uh, what a freaking moron this guy is. He's like, wait, you're on your honeymoon. So apparently not quite enough going on there. You said, you know, honey, 
You know, he'd probably, go to sleep now, and I'll, I'll wake you in the morning. Probably it's like getting a, a happy ending at a massage parlor before an NFL playoff game. Oh, yeah, see? How come we don't have happy beginnings? Maybe the guy had a sex addiction. That's a good point. You should get the massage after. You know what I'm saying? Right? That sounds good. This is revolutionary. I think we have a business idea on our hands. And we have oh. a we have a guy here who claims to be a soccer expert, Smitty. Oh, you know who I'm uh, talking about over here? I'm not an expert, Ben. Banjo Ben Kitchen. Banjo oh, Ben. I like that. Yep. I gotta learn to play the He banjo had that nickname now. since high school, and his own teachers told him to go pluck himself. <laughs> banjo Ben. That's because back then I was fingering minors. You were high strung. Want to hear my banjo? It's electric. He used that as a pickup line. I'm sorry. And the, gr- the, girls, <laughs> the girls would all start to fret. Bill doesn't even want to laugh. I know. It's like, holy crap. Anything, anything else? Yeah. <laughs> so, French authorities are investigating claims that Paul Pogba, is that yes. his name? Yes. The World Cup winner and Juventus midfielder. Juventus, yes. Oh, Juventus. Juventus. Oh, you're going to put the sound to the border pronunciation. <laughs> Uh, he's been the victim of threats and extortion attempts by his older brother, Matthias, mm. and some childhood friends. Now, can you imagine? Your, your buddies from your childhood and your own brother. The story broke Sunday after a bizarre video appeared on Matthias's social media accounts. In a two-minute, 41-second video, Matthias spoke four languages and read a pre-written message promising big revelations about Paul, his brother, and about uh, his representative and fellow French star, Kylian Mbappe. 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 You got to say it like that? Mbappe. Mb- Mbappe. Oh, brilliant. Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe. Uh, I had one of them stuck in my grunion one time. Paul po- Pog- Are you the oldest, Hanson? That's right. <laughs> Paul Pogba's camp responded saying... Okay, so here's what... Uh, here's what, I'm what are you clean. trying to I'm say, trying to Mike? cut For through Christ this a little sake. bit. What is cut it? Throw it. They tried to get money, 13 million euros out of him for services rendered for protecting him for years. And it was was some kind of uh, blackmail. Now, these, coincidentally, these are both brothers are black males, and they were blackmailing each other (laughs) for for $13 million. And he's trying to get, so they're busted. And the guys are going to have to go to jail. Uh, He supposedly met with them, and then he met them again. Uh, in Manchester, where he lived while playing for the Manchester United. Oh, man. Is United. He, oh, man, United. <laughs> Manchester United. And, United. And in July, in Turin, where there's a shroud there, I think, the Shroud of Turin. Yes. Where he reported plays now for Juventus. Juventus. Yeah. Yeah. You're yes. getting good at this. Then we sweat Juventus. Sorry. Uh, so anyway, that's the story on him. And so, you, do you have anything to shed? Can you shed some light on that? Because you're I like mean, a soccer expert. <laughs> Listen, the French soccer players love to extort each other. There was a case just a couple of years. ago. Oh, so this ago. isn't the first time. No, happened. just a couple of years ago, French star striker Kareem Benzema was extorting one of his teammates, uh, Matthew Valbuena, over some kind of sex tape, and oh. then got you know arrested and charged and fined and everything like that. So this is an ongoing thing. These guys just extort each other. They dig up dirt on each even, other. And, not even yeah. Mbappe? I don't know, maybe. Mbappe? Must be What's money it? in it. Mbappe. Well, How much his name? The M- Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> These soccer guys have fucking stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought you'd get a kick out of that story because we're just soccer related. <laughs> I got a kick. Uh, By the I, way, I think you scored a goal with that one. We're recording this on Ted Williams' 104th birthday. Wow. Now, if I could, I'd like to take a moment and mention... 
uh, one of my uh, one of, a former guests we've had on this podcast, Dwight Evans. Dwight Evans. Yeah. It's not his birthday or anything, but I did a little study on him because it, it struck me funny mm-hmm. that he's not in the Hall of Fame once again. Funny in a sad way that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Now, we all know that Dwight Evans, because we discussed it on this podcast, and you guys clearly would remember everything I've said on this podcast. Every word. He led the entire major leagues in the 80s. Dwight Evans did with extra base hits. Now, Smitty, you know what extra base hits are, right? It's the uh, EBH, yeah. No, <laughs> no it's the uh, XBH. XBH. Well, that's it. XBH is what, yeah, and, and that would be doubles, triples, and home runs. No, those are the hits that drive into runs and score to runs, right? That's it. They're better than singles. Anybody can hit singles. Little girls can hit singles. You know what I'm saying? But when you drive in the runs, well, there you go. Well, yes. And the extra base hit is a category that is uh, it's legit. Dwight Evans had 941 career extra base hits. Now, I'm going to name some Hall of Famers that had fewer than 941 extra base hits. And you're going to go, oh, my God. Ready? Go ahead. Eddie Matthews. Okay. Ivan Iv- Rodriguez. Harold Baines, who's in the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, All these guys be. are in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Okay, and Dwight Evans is Those not. other two should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think Baines should be. Harmon Killebrew. Should be in there. He is. Yeah. Ricky Henderson. I, think, I, I just told you, these are Ricky all Henderson's Hall of Famers. Ricky below him? Yeah. In extra really? base hits. Yeah. These are all Hall of Famers. Okay, so the, the reason I put them down here is because they're Hall of Famers and Dwight Evans is not in. And he had more extra base hits. 941 for Evans, right? Yeah. Roberto Clemente, 846. Derek Jeter, 870. Jim Rice, over 100 fewer extra base hits than Dwight Evans, his teammate, with 834. What do you suppose is uh, the main reason for him not being in the Hall of Fame? That's a long story, Derek. Political, do you think? Cepeda, Joe Morgan, Johnny Bench, uh, Wade Boggs, 757. Wow. Chicken the, man. You believe the Hall of Famers I'm naming here that fewer extra base hits than Dwight Evans. Never mind the fact that he had eight gold gloves from his right field position, which is the best fielder at that position. And they ignore him for the Hall of Fame? What's the reason, Mike? What is it? I don't know, but I would like to say this to anybody who ignored him all these years for the Hall of Fame. Go ahead. Take a flying fuck at the moon, all right? I mean, he was the best right fielder for the 80s. I think Period. he's the best I mean, if fielding you, if right. No, he was the best right fielder of the eighties. Well, Period. yeah, I mean there were guys like Dawson and all that, but he had more. He had more production. But through the totality of it, he was better. He was the best. So I, I feel so bad for the guy because he's not getting the attention he deserves, and and I'm, I'm statistically proving it every time I open my mouth and talk about Dwight Evans. No matter what. All right. <sighs> Just I, you know. I, I, I try to lose my anger on this podcast, and I get I angry. I was just about to bring that up, Mike. You're getting, you're going right to the edge again. I just, I just I, 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 we have a little contest. I'd like to see if, if you guys can possibly uh, defeat each other in this. Hold on, a contest? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Is there a prize? It's we, called what are we Who wrestling? Said it? I picked I, out of the hundred greatest quotes of all time. I picked out a, I don't know, a couple dozen here. All right. I want to see how you guys do. Go ahead. And, and if you play along at home, if you happen to know. Before this bell goes off each time, who, who said it? Then say it to yourself as you're driving in your car, listening to the Planet Mikey podcast in full-blown stereo. Are we in stereo? Yeah. <coughs> who wants to go first? <laughs> you bastard, don't do that. <laughs> who wants to go first? I'll go. Go ahead. Okay. Who said this? I would rather die of passion than of boredom. 
I predict you will get none of these. Either of you. <laughs> Greta Garbo. No. Yes? I don't know. Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, okay. Vinny. You know, then he said, after he cut off his ear, he said, what? Huh? Over this side. Come over to this side. Who said this? If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. Thomas Edison. Okay, I'll give you each you guys. I'll give you each hints. Okay. okay. She's fat. Roseanne Mama Barr. Cass. Oprah Winfrey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Cass is dead. She's no longer fat. He didn't dude. say they were living. See, you're over two. I mean, Van Gogh was dead. Wh- is. Who said this? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I know who said that. Who? Samuel Clements. It's a good guess, but no. Come I on, Ben. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Mark Twain. His company. His company. Jerk. I know. The guy who said that, his company made my car. Oh. Elon Henry. Musk. Henry Ford. Henry Thank Ford. you very oh, much. Oh, you didn't bring the Tesla? You guys are. <laughs> <laughs> it's charging. Yeah. Oh. It'll be done in three days. You miss a hundred percent of the shots. Gretzky. Yes, wow. Wayne Gretzky. God, yeah. Ben. I want to know. Yeah. 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 My favorite quote from Gretzky, though, the Boys in the Bust uh, documentary about the uh, Edmonton Oilers was great. It yeah. was great. And they, were, they were insiders with all the, on the you know with all the players on the Edmonton Oilers. And the Gretzky and Mark Messier and a bunch of them are sitting there at the table, and Messier says. You know, Wayne, he goes, it had to be kind of weird for you, you know, knowing, you know, that you're like the best player out there, the best player in the world. It had to be still challenging for you a little bit, though. Gretzky says, well, he goes, no, I goes, when I was on there, I figured I got this puck. You guys get your own puck. (laughs) And they all started laughing because that's exactly how he played. All right, here we go. Success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Steve Forbes. All right, I'll try to say it in this guy's voice. Where's the See hint? if you can anoint. Uh, anoint if you can. <laughs> Mike Lindell. Uh, success is walking from failure to failure. Winston with... Churchill. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do a good Winston it Churchill. Was, it was spot on. Uh, to, I be do, I, I to be fair. To be fair. All right, now how about this one? It is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. Jim Carrey. I'll give you another hint. Uh, I was going with Steve Martin. That was my first thought. I'll give you another hint. Hey, Moby, you want to see my dick? Herman Melville. Herman. <laughs> That's a good hint, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the right answer? Yeah. 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 Oh. That was a great hint. Okay. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Zig Ziglar. I'll give you a hint. Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. Yeah, oh. thank you. I was like Jiminy Cricket. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'm no fool, no siree. I'm going to live to be 93. You know, I sing that song in public and I hear crickets. All right, here's one. You got to get this one. If you don't get this one, you guys suck oh, ass. Come on. Jeez, these are so I know, but the, you're course. learning as we go, though. Oh, all right, go ahead. Yogi Berra. You know what his best line was? At, at his induction ceremony, he gets up to speak in front of the Cooperstown crowd. He says... I would like to thank all the people who made this day necessary. <laughs> it's just beautiful. All right. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself in any direction you choose. 
Dr. Uh, Seuss. Dr. Yes. Oh, bingo. Both you guys got that one. Uh, trying to think of his real name. Can you remember his real name? Uh, yeah, Bob. Dave Seuss. I don't know. What it is. I don't right. know. Life itself is the most important. I'm sorry. Let me start again. Yes. Life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Think fairy tales. Hans Christian Andersen. Very good. Oh, it, Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, going there, Ben. <laughs> Bill's over there thinking of fairy tales like I'm taking a boat to Provincetown. <laughs> it's a fairy. Oh, that's mean. Um, no, that's a fairy. That's fucking mean. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for you. You got to get this one. Don't let, no, don't let making a living prevent you from making a life. Life. Were you trying to do the voice? No. Oh, okay. No. John Wooden. Right. Uh, How about this? Now I will do the voice so you can get this. Okay, great. Life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. Seshu Hayakawa. <laughs> Confucius, you guys. Oh, that's close. Uh, man, you guys, honestly, I don't... All right, here's one more to finish it off. If you don't, hey, get, we got some. I know. You I don't get I, this. We I got like half of I them. I didn't recognize the Confucius voice. Well, only when I did the voice. <laughs> Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Dick Raditz. Come on. It's not Babe Ruth. <laughs> yes, it? it is. It is. It's Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. But, uh, what's his real name? Herman. Herman. George Herman Ruth. Yeah, that's right. You guys, honestly. Anyway, well, I, I think I thought you'd do better than that. Thanks but you, for nothing. You, you got. A you few. said we were going to get none of them. I think we did. If I didn't do the well. voices, you wouldn't have gotten. You oh, would have gotten Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, that's that it. Yeah. You know, put yeah. the puck in the net. You know, no one's ever won a hockey game without putting at least one puck in one net. And I think that's the greatest thing about the great game. Yeah, of hockey. I like your idea having two pucks. Two pucks is. It's a great idea. You know what they call that idea? What's that? Two puck Shakur. It's my latest idea for okay, improving. Yeah, we did Kimba, right? The white Kimba, lion? The white yes. lion, yeah. Okay, no one wants to talk about the Red Sox because they suck. Yeah, no. It's, it's frightening. No, you know, nobody. Anybody want to talk about the radio business? Anything going on? Any bankruptcies or anything? No, nah, there could be. Not that okay. I've heard. All right, so. <laughs> the, but I might have read something. So, oh, I was going to tell you, there's one more that I was going to tell you because Bill, you, you mentioned the. I hope we get paid on Friday. <laughs> it's coming. Or sure? By blimp. I, yeah. I wanted to mention this guy. You mentioned the, the his arm got cut off, the guy the, with the lion. Yeah. The reason I said I have another story about that is because I do. Oh. Uh, and it's just a quick one. There's a kid who was a subway surfer. Yeah. Oh. He was subway surfing. You know how you do that? Down in the tunnels. He's 11 years old. Oh, God. In New York. This was in the New York Post. 11. He lost his arm. God. His arm got ripped off while he was subway oh surfing. Uh, his parents are obviously bummed out because you know he was a pitcher, and they're they're saying you know, I guess he's just going to have to stick with he's he, he's a writer too. He's a little he wants to be an author. And he's going to write a book called Farewell to Arm. True story. 
I tell you about Dwight Evans, he should be all the fans. Yeah, 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 we did that, that That's one. it for the kid right. on the, in the subway? There's no dramatic uh, thing. He, he, he just wanted dead. to, he wanted to land a couple of jokes. I Leave him alone. I would say he's dead, and then you guys would go, oh, you know, and then I could say, only kidding, you'd feel better. But, I mean, that's not the story. Yeah. The story's arms gone, Dave Dravecki style. Ben, here comes the anger again. You notice that's it? I'm not angry. So. Do I look angry to you? Oh, yeah. So shut like, the it, fuck up, then. It's not going to be easy for him if he has to move. Everything's going to be hard to handle. Hard to handle. Yeah. You know what? That's a that's one of my favorite songs. Can we get Joe and Jerry to do that? Joe. Joe. Yeah, Mike, I'm over here. <laughs> Can you do hard to handle? Black Crows. Yeah, please. We'd like to hear that one and get the fuck out of here, if you don't mind. Is, is Jerry with you? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to hear it, guys. I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. Baby. Here I am, I'm the man on the scene. I can give you what you want, but you gotta come home with me. I've got some good old loving, and I got some more in store. Shaws, you gotta come back for more. Boys and things that come by the dozen, that ain't nothing but drugstore loving. Pretty little thing, let me light your candle, cause mama, I'm so hard to handle now, get around. Action speaks louder than words, and I'm a man of great experience, trope. I know you got another man, but I can love you better than him, baby. Take my hand, don't be afraid. I'm going to prove every word I say. I'm advertising love for free, so you can place your ad with me. Boys and things that come by the dozen, that ain't nothing but drugstore loving. Pretty little thing, let me light your candle, because, Mama, I'm so hard to handle now. Yes, around. Yes, around. What the hell's that mean, Joe? Baby, here I am at Shaw's, your man on the scene. I can give you what you want. It's only two inches, it seems. I've got some good old loving, and I got some more in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you're going to turn into a fucking whore, Joe. Oh, boys, things have come by the dozen. That ain't nothing but drugstore loving. Pretty little thing, let me light your candle, cause mama, I'm so hard to handle out. Get around! Oh yeah! Let's get a little guitar in here. Yeah, Joe. Strum it. This is some hot licks, Joe. Trying to light her candle through. Ready? Boys come along at time by the dozen, but that ain't nothing but drugstore loving. Can I get an extra large package of rubbers, please, with an extra pouch in the end? Your trouble, troop. Oh, yeah. Baby, good loving. Baby, oh, baby, good loving. Oh, baby. Uh, 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 oh, I think I just shit my pants, Joe.